0: Welcome to the Legal Sector Resilience Podcast, a series of one-to-one conversations with the people who are passionate about helping you create strong, relevant, and thriving legal practices. Led by me, Emma Waddingham, Editor of Legal News Wales. Expect discussions around technology, pricing, people, culture, compliance, leadership, finance, and more to help inspire you to confidently invest in the tools and solutions to help elevate, sustain, and grow your legal practice. And so my guest today is karen jones director at tsr legal recruitment um it's a pleasure to see you again karen it's lovely to see you, you sure? i know we see each other quite regularly but yeah. we haven't sat down to do one of these podcasts for probably about six months just before the summer certainly um although we've hosted quite a number of um, different events and, and round tables where you've been able to talk about how the recruitment landscape is at the moment um and i thought it'd be a really good opportunity for us to sit down and share that more widely
1: yeah,
0: absolutely um and also to share the very happy news that TSR are coming back on board for another year with Eagle News Wales thank you yeah. very much for your support um, and you know it's great to see how the knowledge and expertise that you have is shared um, across the community so just thank you to you and the team for that thanks Emma um, something that's been particularly popular as well uh, recently has been our Moves and Shakers monthly yeah. roundup so um, a bit of a call to action if anyone hasn't sent in um, any of their appointments um, and promotions just, just pass them over to us and we'll we'll get those out on legal news so it's great to see where everybody's um gone to and what kind of roles they're moving into uh, a lot of those have been placed by tsr as well so um i just want to kind of get my head around how the recruitment uh, the legal recruitment landscape is at the moment particularly in terms of um the opportunities and um, before we move on to to placements because it was really it was a it was a flooded market wasn't it about six months ago yeah. really really challenging for employers i'm sure it's probably Still always a challenge, but how how's it looking? as it changing die down a little bit?
1: So so the market in Wales has been quite interesting over the last six months. Obviously, we've had the situation with Ints, so there's been there was a lot of people on the market from that. So it's worked quite well with a lot of them to sort of place them in other opportunities. I think there's been a bit of a bit of a swing in the market. So um candidates are still scarce. Um I think I think there's a, there's an element of clients think that there's a lot of candidates in the market, but actually, that isn't mm. isn't the case. And finding people is still quite difficult. Um, there's been pockets in different areas where it's been really busy. So employment, litigation, commercial contracts, mm. um, areas like clinical negligence that were quieter at the beginning of the year are now busier now. Yeah. Um So there's sort of pockets in other areas that were quieter. We are starting to see a swing towards more conveyancing roles coming in again. Okay. And conveyancing is picking up, and people are getting placed in those in those conveyancing roles, which perhaps were a bit more difficult at the beginning of the year. Um, I'm talking to recruiters in the city because I have contacts from working in London. And they're telling me that... Things have picked up in the last quarter and it normally mirrors that coming out Ah, into into the sort of regions. Um, And that they're talking to the the firms and the firms are thinking that next year is going to be very, very busy for them. (laughs) They're already starting to push out vacancies. I've got a lot of requests from clients to go in and meet with them because they've got recruitment plans for next year. So the indications are that uh, things are settling down a bit and things are returning to some normality. We are not in the recruitment market as we were in... Um, in the covid market Mm. where it was just people were just getting jobs and being placed in Um, roles that perhaps they shouldn't be yeah yeah? we couldn't
0: ever do the moves and shakers because it would just have to be a daily basis it was was overwhelming wasn't it yeah i think
1: the market has as i predicted at the beginning of the year returned to pre-covid so it's quite interesting to to see how that works i mean i've worked in recruitment a long time so it's not been a very difficult adjustment for Mm. us here and to get used to kind of working in that market again but We have seen the changes in other agencies, as an example, based around the fact that they've kind of been used to working in the COVID environment where people are just walking into roles, whereas now there's a more measured approach to the people that you're recruiting. The firms are sort of more measured about it, uh, thinking about their teams. Mm -hmm. I think, as I talked about in my previous podcast with you, I think there was a bit of buyer's remorse this year. Yes, Um,
0: okay. um,
1: So people that had been placed in roles because they were, they were needed because the volume of work, but they weren't perhaps right, or they were just slightly mm-hmm. out for the teams. And I think the first six months of this year, people were looking at their teams, looking at you know who they have got, is this the right fit? Maybe we need to move people around. Really focusing on
0: that culture again, yeah. and, and that and that you know that impacts both the employee and the employer as well. You know that, really. that it's it's not just about what's um, a worry for 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 the firm, um, and suddenly you've got this situation where actually people are taking a little bit more of a measured approach Um, and so you would hope then that law firms seem a little bit happier a bit more resilient um, in terms of then their plans going forwards.
1: I think so I think there's been a lot of changes in the market so this year um, we've seen a massive swing back to people working in the office and Mm. clients expecting people to work in the office so there's been a little bit of rub between candidates and clients in terms of Candidates that have been used to working at home a lot, and yes. what still want that, and clients are saying, actually, no, we've got a business need to need you in the office. The market conditions are quite tricky, and mm-hmm. um, we need to be able to see what our teams are doing, how they're working, how they're gelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been that's been quite that's been quite yeah. difficult. There's um, been a
0: few law firms, particularly in Wales that have completely removed their hybrid working offer um because it just it just wasn't working and or possibly because that's been a call from from their employees to say do you know what we're better in the office yeah Uh, there's also been you know the cost of living crisis it's a lot harder to heat your home why would you want to do that when your firm's going to pay for your heating and your electricity right you know and your coffee Uh, so
1: and the other flip side is that we talked about this again previously, that, you know, a lot of the firms in Bristol and sort of the surrounding, areas, Bristol, Birmingham, came into Wales during COVID and realised that actually we had a really great source of candidates, really great source of really well-trained uh, people in Wales. Um, before that, I, they were blinkered slightly. So they came in, they done quite a lot of raids on firms, taking people across the bridge to Bristol, or perhaps to Birmingham. And now the reality is that those people are being asked to go in the office four days a week. Yeah. And if you live in, I don't know, sort of um, west of Cardiff, and you're being asked to go into Bristol, that's that's yeah. tough. You yeah. know, it's it's financially draining. It, Time wise, it's draining. There's more traffic on the roads. Yeah. So it's more
0: difficult. Um, so I think and the, and the impact as you you know as you progress, what what may be useful for you five years ago, even tra- doing that. A kind of commute into, let's say, Bristol from Cardiff, yeah. if you suddenly add a family into the mix or caring responsibilities or ill health or you know just not being able to want yeah. <laughs> get a bit older to yeah, be honest I don't want to have to do that every day you know it is tough and then suddenly the the quid pro quo isn't quite so exciting anymore is it um you did call that uh during the pandemic that this would happen and it yeah. certainly seems to be coming out of the woodwork um and firms you know how are firms looking kind of out let's look outside of the city centers as well what about kind of rural uh, regional areas in in Wales you know let's say come on for example, plastic well, yeah, Camardin's,
1: you know, some of the firms down in West Wales, um, they've been incredibly busy. They've mm. um they've wrapped up their teams. I mean, one of the firms opened a, a new office this week in Swansea. Um, I think they've been very busy. I think it's been but it's in pockets, so it's different areas of law. So yeah. Private clients have been busy, um, families picked up towards the end of this year. Wasn't so busy at the beginning of this year, not as busy as it was last year, but it's picked up. It's been pockets of areas of law. It's not it's not particularly the firms, it's the areas of law. It's
0: yeah
1: and you know the
0: movement and there's there. no cycle is there so if you look at say something like the property market you can kind of see a cycle that happens throughout a year that estate agents would look at as well as conveyances yeah. and and therefore you know judging your, your, your the talent that you need on the team the people around you um and your resources you can't judge that with family law i know there's this awful kind of divorce day uh, yeah. thing that i think most people have now dropped haven't yeah. they yeah uh that, w- that was being used as a, a marketing platform at one point but it it naturally people might well have rails after christmas we totally yeah. get that but there's no predictability about it um which must make it really tough um for firms also you as recruiters yeah. um but equally you know what's the kind of the okay so let's look at the candidates as well because there's been a year of candidate knowing that people are constantly looking for something bigger and better and yeah. paycheck or otherwise has that changed is that still the same um yeah
1: this year it has actually i think this year people are starting to last year it was about money it was all about money it's just about Mm -hmm. getting more money you know making things work for them financially this year it's more about career prospects definitely i think a lot of the people that stayed put last year that stayed put because they were worried about the market or worried about interest rates inflation etc starting towards the end of this year are actually starting to think right okay nothing much has changed Mm -hmm. um I think there was a lot of doom and gloom at the beginning of this year and in, in conversations, people being told, oh, you know, we need to buckle up. And I think we're getting towards the end of this year and people are thinking, right, I can't necessarily, I don't necessarily want to work in this environment. I don't necessarily yeah. think this is the right for me.
0: Yeah. Um, and now that seeing other firms maybe yeah. getting in bigger, better work. there have yeah. been a lot of new um, entrants again into Wales, yeah. so the likes of Brian Jacobson, where we had Owen Mitchell make a sure. splash yeah. last year. Um, you know, so there's the, the and obviously natu- as happens, they kind of rob from yeah. the firms, don't yeah. they? And, and then that will settle down uh, yeah. as they start to build themselves, and, and people kind of go directly. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I can I can see that maybe it's going to be slightly different for candidates now as well because again going back to that culture you can yeah. go for the money but if you go to work and you hate it
1: yeah and how long can you, how long can you cope with that mm, so, absolutely
0: not to say that all law firms that pay a lot of money, money no, all to by the way as yeah. a caveat yeah, it's, just, it's <laughs> just
1: what you know what suits one person won't necessarily suit somebody else and it's got to it's got to be um it's got to suit your life hasn't it yeah. as well you've got to you know you work to live not
0: so, do you find that you're when you're obviously the work that you do with candidates is an awful lot of work surrounding their um, mindset and and you know what what is it they want and making sure they're a right fit for your client, but also for them because as your reputation is on the line as well. So why wouldn't you spend that time? And I know that, that that's why you know we work with you because you do that so well. Um, and our candidates in that process, then they're taking a little bit more time about. The move and considering it. And, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. There's a lot of what I call tire
1: kicking going on with the clients. So they think they want something, they're maybe not sure. You'll maybe put candidates in front of them and then they'll say, actually, we've changed the remit, we want something different. So that's happening a bit at the moment, but that is. Pre-Covid, that's okay. how the market was pre-Covid. So if you're, an, if you're an experienced recruiter, you'll be used to that. Mm-hmm. So you'll know that's happening. I think for more junior recruiters coming into it, it's a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. It's been interesting to see the team here. So we've got some very experienced people here and some more junior recruiters. Yeah. So for them, seeing people doing what I call the tyre kicking yeah. um, has been quite tough, you know. Yeah, of uh,
0: course.
1: Because they, previously, we need a litigator or we need a conveyancer or... We need a corporate lawyer. Mm-hmm. The need is there. We need to recruit. Whereas now they're, do we need that person? Yes. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. Um, but I mean, I personally only work on spec really with candidates. I work with candidates and find them roles. And the clients are still open to seeing those candidates. They're still open to seeing candidates who um perhaps not, they're not actually looking for but yeah yeah so know, pl- yeah so.
0: absolutely when an opportunity arises yeah. which um you know with with things like the um the very unfortunate collapse events the impact yeah. that's had on a lot of people you know we all know where um the firm started obviously um, in cardiff um back when it was in, under a very different guise and so there's a there's a huge established group of people here yeah. and and fantastic practitioners that i know you've placed um a number of them found them and um, fantastic roles um and you know given a lot of opportunities for them to choose from as well i'm sure so yeah. thank goodness that 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 was something that we that you could do, you know, in different markets in different years, it might not be the same situation. Yeah. Um, certainly, if that had happened with a London team, I'm sure that would have been. I think it was a lot more different. difficult. I was yeah.
1: working with some of the candidates in London as well, and I think it was a lot more difficult in London than mm-hmm. it was in Wales. I think the firms in Wales are always really open. They're always um, really accommodating. They're always they they, they try to do. We're just more collegiate help. as just, a yeah, sector, yeah. aren't we?
0: Yeah. You know, we recently had, I know you attended as well, thank you, the Cardiff wow. District Law Society, Jen Aaron, I know Swansea's had theirs, uh, their second one this year recently, um, and you know just looking around the room and seeing the support of of firms and 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 the knowledge that they have of each other and introductions people are making and and it's not a closed kind of shop I think that is pretty unique in Wales I don't know I'm not I've not seen any other region in England I've
1: worked in I've worked in London I worked in the city for quite a long time and I didn't see it in in London at all they're much more closed books to each other they're more open here Uh and they want to share ideas they want to speak to each other um it does it, bristol's pretty good the, the films in bristol do yeah. do talk to each other but other than that i haven't really seen it in other areas yeah. so.
0: and and it's something to be incredibly proud of um so what what, what should employers then think about as they head into 2024 um you know, some of the challenges that you might want to pick up on but also you know again these kind of particular growth areas what can they do to 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 be really appealing to the candidates right now i always
1: think i always think with law firms there are some surprising firms that i work with who are brilliant at what they do but they don't necessarily promote themselves externally so people don't know about them so it's quite hard as a recruiter to be able to sell their brand because people don't know so i think i think the most important thing for any any firm is to is to push their brand to talk about their successes, to talk about the things that they do, because those are the main things that will attract a candidate to a role. I hear the level of recruitment that I do, mainly people want to move, they want... Quality of work. They want yes. the same quality of work they've got in their previous employer, yeah. but perhaps a different culture. Yeah. it's it's being about being open and honest about your culture as a firm, what you do, the kind of work you do. Mm. I think that is a massive thing because that attracts people.
0: It really does, and you know, well, you know that's something that I'm mm. really passionate about. That's the whole reason I yeah. set Legal News Wells up. I mean you know, to be able to not just showcase the type of work that we do here in Wales, but also to open the doors to law yeah. firms and, um, you know, obviously welcome firms to come forward to do that it is a great platform um we're we're not here to you know sell to clients necessarily but it's a it's a spin-off as well if they see the kind of culture that you have and it's not a conversation you can normally have um anywhere else and you know it really does make a difference if you can see things like succession which i know we have spoken about recently if you can see a clear transparent path to succession you can see people like you at the top you know that diversity angle as well um it, it it's that's what people want, as you said earlier, but going back to that kind of progression issue.
1: Some of the firms that do really well are the firms that are you know, open and honest. Yes, we can give you a training contract. We can't. We maybe we can offer you an alternative way of, of mm. qualifying. Um, and th- th- that attracts candidates. I mean, we, in the office this morning, have a candidate... Who wants a job but they want the opportunity to have a training contract. So some of the firms that we might present them to, if they were more vocal about that, they would maybe get yeah. more people attracted to them. You know, we we you know this is the percentage of people that we take on as paralegals that then yeah. become uh, trainee solicitors that then qualify you know
0: and and lots of firms jumping on uh, very rightly the um, apprenticeship model so there's i know jcp yeah. um has an, an apprenticeship program that um, is in tandem with some of the universities that yeah. are providing those schemes i know there are more to come which we're going to be talking about very soon um with other providers education providers and those pathways formalizing that white labeling it however it is um they're a huge success talk about those programs yeah. as well for goodness sake because actually you know you've got younger um you know graduates coming out conditioned that this is the route and it's i think you know it is down for them to kind of absolutely show them that there are other ways mm. if they want to um but yeah making it clear and transparent talking about their successes um and then as i say i sit down with firms on a regular basis and i'm shocked as how many training contracts they've been providing in the year, or the kind of work that they do, the clients that they have—not because I would never believe it, but because they—I just they do talk the talking about, about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mean, so some of the firms that we work with, the, the the quality of work that they've got. Mm. You just wouldn't think it unless they they told you. So some of the clients that they work with, some of the cases that they work on,
0: just being a bit more transparent about that because yeah. that's what attracts people to work for firms. You absolutely, know? absolutely. Um, so, um, so that's obviously a bit of a marketing challenge for, for firms yeah. as well as on the recruitment side. But the, all these things tie in together, and that yeah. and that's what's really important. You know, you can't kind of look at those things in isolation. Um, so, is there is is there a rise of um, dedicated HR within a law firm and talent management for example so in the
1: last sort of 10 years um, we've seen huge increases in recruitment teams internally a lot of the firms try to go internally um, and get you know or go direct and get their candidates directly Um, you know nothing's much changed for us as recruiters over the last 10 years and that if they're trying to recruit a senior hire or something quite difficult, they always come out to agencies they work with. Of course. Um, and they, you know, they kind of, the good firms work in tandem with agencies. So they might go for their own candidates, but they also work with recruitment agencies to attract the talent and to to keep their presence up in the market as well. That's quite important. Yeah. Yeah. And it's talking about the firm and it's raising their profile. As recruiters, sometimes if you're a good recruiter, the more you work with the firm, the more you shoot yourself in the foot because (laughs) the more you promote their, their culture and the more you um the more you talk about them externally, the more people will go, oh maybe also my cv direct some uh, an hap- agent. so it does happen um but yeah there's been a massive rise in internal recruitment mm-hmm. teams um and the good internal recruitment teams work really well with the agencies so actually from our point of view it's actually really good yeah. so some of the some of the bigger firms have big in place hr and recruitment teams and we just get used to working with them that say and it saves the partners and the and the Fiona's lots of time and effort. It yeah. all sorts of issues. Yeah,
0: but in the main, and when you look at the breakdown, and know we, we you work much, much more widely than Wales. But looking yeah. at Wales, the breakdown of the firms here generally, they're probably even outsourcing HR. Is a reality, isn't it? Let alone re- re- recruitment. Some of them. Um, yeah. So you know that's still the the reliance is always going to be on on agencies, and they what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the network yeah, I
1: that think you have. So. Um. so it tends to be the bigger firms that we see the recruitment teams in and then they have a separate HR team we still have with some of the smaller firms that be the HR manager that then has the fortunate or unfortunate task of picking up recruitment as well and it can be a big job you know and every firm takes a different approach some of the firms have got recruitment teams of 10 people plus and there's maybe 900 to 1000 people in the firm Mm -hmm. other other firms they've got 3 people in there and they've got the same size firm so it just yeah. Just depends on the firm and the approach that they take.
0: That's a lot of pressure, and yeah. so there's no one size fits all. In no, any not way, at all. Yeah, no. absolutely. And, and also, match with the fact that every firm's culture is different. Completely. They've got different selling points, yeah. and um, and that's fine because if that works for an individual and the firm, then yeah. then there's there should be no complaint there really, um, in their approach. Um, so, anything else to, as you think? You know, what's ahead for 2024? And it's really difficult, but you have called it before, so can you call it again, Karen? <laughs>
1: So like I said earlier, I was t- I mean, talking to the recruiters in the city and they're being told that they think that, or they're telling me from conversations they're having with the firms in London, that they think 2024 is going to be a, a bumper year for vacancies. And what's actually interesting is our vacancy intake has gone up in the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. So There's clients looking, starting to look at what they're looking at to recruit for 2024, where they know that their strong business um, streams are coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think I think two I think two thousand and twenty three was a reset year, which is what I called it at the end of the year. I think two thousand and twenty four will be a lot more steady mm-hmm. and I think that um things will start to pick up. I think the first quarter will be quite tricky again, um moving into the next year. But I think I think we kind of got over the we're coming to Brexit, kind of got over that the chaos of it. Yeah. I think people are getting used to the interest rates. I'm mm-hmm. not saying they like them, but they're getting used to them because how long could we go on with the interest rates at rock bottom? You know, it's a a false situation to be in, you know. And obviously, we've had interest rates that have been a lot higher Mm. and a lot lower. So I think we're probably, you know, if anyone's expecting interest rates to drop dramatically, I I don't think that's going to happen. But I think it'll... I think things that will steady a bit next year. I think we'll have a more even year, you know, less of the peaks and troughs that we've had this year.
0: Absolutely, but the, and the good news is, as far as I have heard and seen, you know, firms are still doing really well. The work yeah. is going up and up and up. Yeah, the type of work is going up. The connections that firms are making, not just with clients but between themselves, um, is very sophisticated. Well, I think
1: what I think is interesting is almost as a hangover from covid but in a positive, positive way <laughs> uh, yeah, a positive hangover is that people realize that wales wasn't the sleepy backwater yeah. of little welsh firms and realize actually it's a it's a huge hub it's like exciting city it's vibrant we've got really good well-qualified people in this area and i think we people have take a notice of Wales. Definitely. So I think that's the real positive. Even yes. though COVID was really tough, we've had a couple of years since it's been a bit tough. I think actually that's been a real turning point for us in Wales. Yeah. I think that's um, you know, we're seen more as a serious entity than we were before. Definitely.
0: definitely. And and that actually you have to be here. Yeah. And and invest. Um, to you know be present and that's where we look at these firms that have very much worked in Wales for a long long time and have practitioners here but not have any offices and that I wonder if we will see more
1: of. Well, so I went to an opening of a firm in Cardiff from um, a national firm that moved into Cardiff and was talking to a couple of their lawyers that were one was Birmingham based and one was um, up north and they, they resounding opinion from both of them was they were shocked at how well they'd integrated into the community mm-hmm. here how well the firm had done and how open and friendly and supportive other law firms have been to them mm-hmm. um and i think other firms are starting to realize that so it'd be interesting to see who sees yeah, who absolutely. sees Wales as a as and as there's
0: a, a and there's a challenge then to others to obviously respond that have we've have been here for you know for, for a long long time and and are growing under their own steam as well to um consider their their place in the market as well and that yeah. that could, the competition is always a good thing that's a positive thing as you said um we haven't seen in society that's a very unique situation but there haven't been there has not seem to have been any trauma this year thank goodness yeah. um uh, i think in terms of that I studied as well so you know congratulations to everybody for for working really hard and um and making a success of it and there's more more to come and karen thank you so much for thank talking you. today uh, absolute pleasure um we will head off into the festive season soon uh but obviously as karen said you know I think have a, have a- pick up the phone have a chat with us um, about promoting yourself next year we want to share success stories um, and and really objective commentary um, so just get in touch Um, and the contact details for TSR are all over our site and also online Uh, Google TSR Legal and I Karen and her fantastic team will be happy to help and I shouldn't think you get much of a festive break but I hope you enjoy it nonetheless thanks
1: Emma right, thanks
0: see you soon thank you for joining us All our episodes of the Legal Sector Resilience podcast are available on legalnewsworlds.com with further signposting or on all good podcasting apps.